Hi everyone, welcome back. And just in case you haven't heard it enough already, happy new year and happy 2024. It is always such an exciting time of the year. Personally, it's a great time for me to just like slow down, you know, reflect on how I want the upcoming year to be. Part of me is still like riding on that holiday high. So I just love the quietness and the stillness and just kind of like the calm before the storm. For many people, and my old self included, however, the beginning of the year is exciting for other reasons. Maybe it's like that time where you promise yourself with a lot of wonder and motivation and hope that, you know, this is the year. This is the year where I'm going to go on the strictest diet. I'm going to be my fittest self. I'm going to sign up for the gym. I'm going to take control of my health. But maybe in the past, after starting the year, hot and ready and motivated and doing the most, you find you crash and burn a few months later, only to repeat that cycle. So if you are someone who is prone to that or have experienced that in the past, then this episode is all for you. So today we're going to chat about the myth of the New Year's resolutions, why it doesn't always set you up for success when it comes to nutrition and lifestyle and healthy living, we're going to provide some tips on how to actually set healthy and achievable intentions for 2024. So ones that help you break out of that dieting and restrict cycle, which oftentimes peaks at this time of year. And just for fun, I'll share some of my intentions for 2024. So let's get to it. Okay, so year after year, right, we convince ourselves that we need to shed old skin to make room for the bigger, brighter, better versions of ourselves. And no better time than January when we create these resolutions. But apparently these resolutions are reported to have an 80% failure rate. Quote unquote failure rate. They're not very sustainable. So I found an old study that followed 200 participants and found that only 19% maintained resolutions past the two-year mark. And I'll be the first to admit this is like a really old study. The data is pretty murky, right? I'm sure you could dissect it and find a lot of flaws in this study. But the general implication is that New Year's resolutions aren't always sustainable for many people. And I see this in my life, I see this in my clients, right? And perhaps you can relate to feeling like January or like this is my year or I'm going to take back my health. Maybe by March, after about, you know, one or two months, right? You kind of hit a wall. You're burning out a little bit and you're like, okay, I'll start doing this again next week. I'll start next week. Monday is when I'm going to start again. Maybe two months later, you're like, okay, this is summer break. I'm going to live it up. I'll start again in September, by the time the fall comes around, you're like, okay, things are grinding back into gear, work's piling up, the kids are back at school, life just gets way too busy. And then by December, you're like, it's the holidays. And who wants to start a new diet or program in the holiday season? So next year will be my year. And then the cycle continues. Like, I get it. There's like global excitement. It's a new season. The holidays, there's something magical to it. And that promise of, you know, quote unquote, a new you is very, very alluring. If this is something that you've been struggling with the past, know that just because it has been normalized in the past and it's something that you're familiar with doesn't necessarily mean 
this year and the future patterns you develop have to adhere to this. Starting this year, starting now, starting today, you can make that conscious decision to break that cycle. So here's the thing, your life, your health, right? Your nutrition, your eating habits, it's all fluid. It is not fixed. And it's, I know it's a tall order having that reframe, much easier said than done. But guess what? The best time to start your health journey is now. Actually, I'll even rephrase that. I'll take it a step further. You're already in your health journey, right? So it's all fluid, all your experiences, habits, thought processes. They all build on each other and you're already in your journey. So you don't necessarily have to, you know, feel that pressure of restarting again in January because you're already in it. And I love personal growth. I love goal setting. But what if we reframed hardcore resolutions to gentle intentions? And what intentions are, are they are guiding principles and mental states for how we show up in this world. They're more qualitative. You can't really ascribe a number or a very objective measurement to it. It's more about your experiences, your mental states. It's a little bit more fluid, a little bit more abstract. I don't want to discount a segment of the population that work really well with structured, quantitative, numbers-focused, regimented. Some people thrive off of that, and that is amazing, right? But In my practice, I see more people kind of fall, you know, into that cycle of being over-regimented and then crashing and burning and then feeling like they're spiraling out of control, which gives them that false evidence that they need to be more regimented again. When in reality, letting go of that, some, some of that control and being able to see nutrition as like a journey as cheesy as it sounds is more successful when it comes to sustaining nutrition habits okay so i'll give you an example and this is something that i hear all the time okay for maybe your your resolution is i will stop eating added sugar this year and only focus on minimally processed foods so the sugar cleanse is this something that's sustainable will you truly spend the next 365 days eating no added sugar Probably not. Maybe you do, and that's great, right? But for most of my clients, just committing to cutting it out completely actually backfires and promotes a pendulum effect where that binging inevitably comes, right? And once again, it's not you failing this diet. It's really the diet being so regimented that it's just not realistic and the diet is failing you. So maybe as a suggestion, an intention with a similar intent, right, for lack of a better word, is I will enjoy more minimally processed foods as part of a diet that allows all foods. If I want sweets, I'll be able to enjoy them mindfully without feeling like I'm spiraling out of control, right? So I think this is something that's a little bit more gentle. It's a little bit more sustainable. It still has that emphasis on eating minimally processed, balanced meals, right? Nutrient density meals, but also recognizes that all foods do truly fit in a healthy and sustainable eating pattern. 
and acknowledges that you can enjoy sweets and that key piece is enjoying them while being able to prevent yourself from feeling like you're, you're, you're spiraling out of control and you're really binging out of them. How we get there, though, is something that's a little bit more complicated living in a world where it does promote a lot of black and white around food, right? All or nothing thinking. That's where working with a registered dietitian who is aligned with your goals and does focus on sustainable nutrition can really come in handy. And this is something where you can partner with our dietitians in our one-on-one nutrition coaching programs to receive that personalized gentle nutrition guidance in which you're reaching your health goals but not being super super restrictive so you're doing it in a very sustainable way and i'll give you another example of a shift towards resolution to intention so a resolution maybe you're thinking okay this year every single morning i will get up in 2024 early to exercise and follow it with a healthy protein rich breakfast, right? Maybe you're someone who goes going from, you know, minimal exercise to, okay, every morning I'm going to commit to this. Maybe you don't eat breakfast. And then you're going to say, you know, every morning after exercising, I'm going to follow it with a protein rich breakfast. And that sounds great, right? Gentle movement in the morning or vigorous movement, if that's what you like, it gets your blood pumping, gets you energized for the day. And then having a healthy protein and fiber rich breakfast to refuel, set yourself up for the day sounds great. But we can take it a step further and you reframe it to, I intend to be kind to my body this year by moving and fueling myself at all times, including times of stress. This can look like exercising in the mornings and having a balanced breakfast. So this allows for a lot more room for flexibility. If you're on vacation, if it's a deviation from your teen, right? Maybe it's the holidays and you don't have time to exercise in the morning. The intention is a little bit more flexible and allows you to move that this healthy eat this healthy behavior to other times of your day right so that's just another example of swapping a resolution for an intention one thing i want to emphasize is that once again there is nothing wrong with resolution so if you find you're a very regimented person and you have a very specific resolution right and you stick to it that is awesome right but in my experience just that latter mindset where you still have some goals in mind, but there's a little bit more flexibility in terms of setting an intention and like a flexible plan towards reaching there is a much more powerful starting point. So I like to compare it to a map, right? It's like a map. Once you establish an intention, then all the behaviors, it's kind of just like guiding you towards that point on that map where you've identified, right? But there are multiple different paths and to get to that one destination okay so let's shift gears a little bit and talk about how to actually set healthy intentions for the new year if this is brand new to you and this year you want to break free of that dieting and restrict cycle and truly nourish yourself from a place of self-love and compassion here's how we get started Okay, so first off, remember that you don't have to necessarily do this. New Year's is arbitrary and you can set intentions any time of the year, right? But like I said, first few weeks of the year, a little slower, it's quiet, it's cold, right? We're kind of antisocial and we're sitting with our thoughts. So why not spend this time to kind of reflect and set some intentions on how we want to move forward, especially when it comes to food and nutrition throughout the year. 
So if you decide you want to, and this is totally a personal choice that you have full autonomy over, if you want to take the time to reflect and engage, then continue listening on. So I always start with my clients when it comes to setting goals, setting intentions that are sustainable, that are gentle and that stick, is start by looking inwards. So here are some prompts that may help you focus. So start by asking yourself, and I know this is a tall order, what do you value in health and life? What does health look like to you, right? Is health something where you know you value social well-being more than physical? Do you value spirituality? Do you value mental health, right? Do you value environmental well-being? So what do you truly value in health and life? What kind of gets you excited, engaged? What kind of lights you up? And if it's food that you want to focus on, how do you want to feel around food, right? So many of my clients come to me and they feel, they use adjectives like stressed, they're, you know, a lot of complicated relationships with food, a lot of anxiety inducing, it's something they put on a pedestal, it's really like, you know, seductive, but like temptation, right? It's just like not really feel good messaging around food. So how do you want to feel around food that truly makes you feel peaceful, right? Some clients say they want to feel peace, they want to feel excited, they want to feel joy, they want to feel strong around food. On the same note, how do you want to feel in your body? Do you want to feel comfortable? Do you want to feel strong? Do you want to feel peaceful? Do you want to feel like you have that body autonomy, right? And you're proud of your body. And once you establish how you want to feel looking inwards, now we're looking forward and thinking, what do we need to adjust in order to truly feel this way? I want to emphasize by saying that you are enough as you are now today as you're listening to it. And I truly believe that accepting this, understanding that you are enough, this is health at its core, in my opinion. So believing that you, where you're at right now, is already enough and you are already fully deserving of love and security and everything else, like having a balanced bowl or plate, is just extra, right? You are already fully deserving. Once that's something that you accept and you can allow yourself to accept with that in mind, What do you want to then add to your life? That fun extra stuff, right? That flexible stuff that you want to add to your life. So revisit your intentions. How do you want to feel around your body? How do you want to feel around food? You can't already feel that way, right? But what do you want to add or adjust to continue building upon that, right? Whether this is daily, weekly, monthly, you're revisiting, these statements looking inwards when in doubt and certainly mid-year quarter three quarter four things can really feel like they're piling up when you're feeling like things are out of chaos out of control and chaotic kind of recenter on this and that rest i promise you falls into that place you're looking inwards and letting that be your guiding star okay and once again 
If this is something you need a little bit more personalized support with, then our one-on-one dietitian nutrition coaching programs can help you find what true health means to you, authentic health, and find gentle nutrition habits that truly make you feel good and that are personalized to your context and your life. And I truly, when I'm working with clients, believe that you are the expert of your life and I am just there as a support person, as a co-driver, as a sounding board and just helping guide you. But it is ultimately up to you and you know what's best for yourself. Okay. So just for fun, here are my intentions for 2024. So ironically, the first one is to exist and be grateful for the now. Rather than continually striving for more professionally and personally, this is something that I've done a lot of adjusting and work in 2023, right? And it's just building upon that momentum that I've built for myself. Another intention for 2024 is to further my knowledge and my work towards providing equitable and inclusive care for people with hormone disorders, whether that's PCOS, PMDD, endometriosis, whether that's people with eating disorders and disordered eating behaviors who are ready to rebuild their nutrition habits with a healthy relationship with food and re- re- remove that morality that we're often taught to place on food and to support more people with functional gut disorders, whether that's irritable bowel syndrome, whether that's GERD, right? And oftentimes people may present with all three because health and nutrition and food, it's it's complicated. It really shouldn't be, but the world makes it complicated, right? So my goal is just to further my work in this area. And my third intention is to continue to just enjoy movement, find new playful ways to move, and just continue to feel strong and work towards accepting my body as it changes in my 30s, right? Okay, so remember that your healthy living journey is fluid. It's certainly not fixed and it certainly does not have to be tied into the beginning and the end of the year. So if you find yourself in that cycle year after year for as long as you can remember of starting the year strong and burning out, remember that this year can be different. It just starts with a conscious choice, right? And if it hasn't worked out for you in the past, likely it won't work out for you this year. And I know that sounds harsh, but it's just that prompts to enter this year maybe with a different reframe and a different mindset, right? And know that life just goes on. So focus on that reflection, intention setting, whether it's now January 2024, as I'm recording and releasing this, or later on in the year, it is yours to kind of decide, you know, to mindfully engage in, right? The gentler way to build these healthy habits. So you can start in terms of setting healthy intentions by just looking inwards. What do you value in life? How do you want to feel around food, right? You are enough already, but if you want to add more to your life, what do you need to adjust to kind of feel more aligned with how you value health? So find what works for you, sending you my love for the new year ahead. I hope it's filled with all the things you want and deserve. Okay, so if you are ready to feel good around food and nourish your body, then you can once again collaborate with our dietitians including myself in our one-on-one nutrition coaching programs where we work with you to redefine health on your own terms. We provide personalized nutrition guidance, meal planning support. There are food and mood journals to help you gain knowledge, clarity, and confidence 
to build healthy eating habits that last. And I will link that in my show notes. Otherwise, thank you so much for tuning in. This is going to be another amazing year with um, great content and value that we're providing you. And if you like what you're listening to, don't forget to comment, comment, comment. I think you can comment on a podcast. (laughs) So like, share, download, subscribe, because that really honestly helps get the word out there and just helps ensure that I can continue to create this free, hopefully valuable all right hopefully you find some value in this and i'm not just speaking to the abyss i'm sure you do at some point (laughs) content so thank you so much once again and here's to a great year ahead bye everyone